from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Thursday, July 8th, year of our Lord, 2021, and I just noticed that it's Thomas Hemmaker's birthday today, so while we're sharing out this show and getting it out to all eyeballs and eardrums, let's make sure that we wish Thomas Hemmaker a happy birthday today. Again, it's Thursday, July 8th, 2021. You are watching live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. The Hip Hop Patriot, and I cannot tell you how incredibly excited, inspired, and appreciative I am that you guys give me two hours of your day every single day, share the videos like crazy, forward the newsletters off to people who may need the gospel, and just spread hope. Thank you so, so very much. And I was actually inundated with uh, messages over the last couple days from all the way back to December, screenshots from all the way back to December until today of people who might be rhinos, might be Republicans, definitely some people on the left, but just haters of the Live from America show. And the people who have succeeded in getting Facebook to take it down, people who have succeeded in YouTube to get it taken down, and people who have actually succeeded in getting the Federal Bureau of Investigations for no cause, no rhyme, no reason at all to come and visit my door. Just haters of the show. But the funny thing about it is, is the more they hate and the more we were censored, the bigger the show got, the bigger the message got. Little did they know that God was using them to demonize the efforts of myself, my family, my wife, and all of you guys in order to make the show bigger and get the gospel to spread even further. And ever since uh, being taken down from Facebook and YouTube and the rest of the people that President Donald J. Trump has got a class action lawsuit against, um, getting away from those actually made me work harder and make me uh, grow further and expand the show and find more alternatives and platforms to get it out there. You know what I mean? So everybody knows about my life and my past uh, it, when I grew up, everybody knows about my life before Christ and everybody has seen the transition, but some people just hate the fact, not that I became a Christian, but that I'm spreading the gospel. And wouldn't you know it, spreading the gospel is probably the most hated thing on planet Earth. So I would like to thank and pray for everybody out there who actually throws hate, shade, whatever you want to call it, our way, because really what's happening is we're pulling you in and sooner or later, we'll be able to spread the gospel to you and then you'll see the light and maybe you'll spread the gospel as well and the truth. So let's go ahead and give some live shout outs to those who are watching right now on social media. You can also watch live from America on Roku and Fire Stick as well. So Sheila Serino, great job. Thank you so very much for all the stuff you're doing lately and I appreciate you. Corn Pop is also watching on Rumble and this show is not the same when Corn Pop is not here and I'd like to thank Corn Pop so very much for being here because we already know that Resident Corn Pop needs all, all the assistance and help he can get. So why not come to the Live from America family, okay? Uh, Alicia Wida says, haters are so yuck. And I agree, haters are so yuck. But you know what? You need haters in your life to make you successful. There are not winners unless there are losers. So I'll gladly take the winner side and the hated side than be on the loser and the hater 
side, right? JP Mom is watching from my granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you so very much for always joining in every day. Jen, um, good to see you. Melissa, thank you very, very much. Good to see you as well. Let's shoot over to our YouTube real quick. Ryan Long, Ryan from Ohio, good to see you. Thank you so very much. Christy Cummings um, said, screw Corn Pop from Texas. Not the one that's on the show. You get what she's saying. Heidi, Heidi Pfeiffer. Good morning, Jeremy and Patriots. Good morning to you, Heidi. And again, as, as well, uh, let me, uh, let me reiterate a happy birthday to Thomas Hammaker. Steve Derry from the red state and the sunshine state of Florida. Good to see you. Elizabeth Chuckleyberries says, hi, Jeremy. Good to see you. Thank you very much. And let's say hi to Diane as well from North Carolina. Thank you guys all so very much. And again, use this time to get the show out there. And you know what? The one thing that we can do to combat the hate and combat the censorship and combat the people that are, uh, uh, I want to, uh, snowflaking out all the time and constantly reporting, uh, reporting any page they can. We can combat that by getting more eyeballs and ear and eardrums on the show. I'd also like to thank the following people. I saw some uh, some donations come in from the from these folks this morning, and of course, there's more. But you know, highlight a few so we keep it on a on a, on a time schedule here. Amy Stannis, thank you so very much, and Sarah L. Roach. It's R-O-C-H-E. I would think it's Roach. It could be Roki, but Sarah Roach. I'll say Amelia Levanchi. Thank you very much, Cindy Charms. Joan Wellman and Elizabeth Smith, thank you all very much for your monthly donations. You guys are the ones, you're the, you're the lifeblood of the show. Without you guys doing these monthly donations, whether it's one, two, three, four, five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is, then the show doesn't you know, exist in its current form. And you guys have built it to this. You wanted it from the beginning, and you've built it to here. You've kept your promises, I've kept mine, and we've got a great, wonderful family that we've built here. It's not even a work relationship anymore, it's a family. Now, yesterday I told you about a wonderful painting sent to me by Holly Tyndell. I had not read the letter until last night that was sent with the painting, and I now know exactly why the painting was painted. Uh, Holly Tyndell uh, met her in Virginia with, um, with another friend of mine, and uh, they got to tour the bus, and I actually was wondering, how did she know that Teddy Roosevelt was my second favorite president? Well, <laughs> I told her. I told her she got to see the bus. She got some Trump gear from from Danny, and uh, you know these very intimate moments with people when I'm out on when I'm out on the road. It's hard to remember every conversation unless the conversation's brought up, and then I go, "Oh yes, I remember exactly that conversation." So I promised I would bring the painting up. So I did. Check this out. Isn't that a wonderful painting, folks? What a great job that she did. Thank you, Holly, so very much. May God bless you for all your kindness, your generosity, the time that you spent on this. This is a wonderful painting. So far, I've probably got about, I don't know, 10 different paintings in here from people. And I know how hard this is. I know how long this takes. And I know how much determination and loyalty to a, to a show or to a person that this takes. And I want to thank you so very much. I'd also want to give a shout out to Bubbles49 on Rumble. Because I see, just as I was holding this painting up, that Bubbles49 on Rumble said I never get a shout out. Well, Bubbles, I don't know your real name. Uh, I'm sure you'll tell me here in a minute, but uh, thank you so very much and shout out to you for watching the show. But what an amazing painting, huh? I have a feeling that's going to go right there. I have a feeling that that's going to go right there because my two favorite presidents, I got to have them. I got to represent, you know what I'm saying? So thank you very much, Holly. You are appreciated and I love you very much. Thank you so very much. Um, all right, folks. Oh, oh, by the way, have you guys seen a uh, master swamp rat? 
Tony Fauci yet? Got that Master Swamp Rat Tony Fauci action figure yesterday. So I have a feeling we'll be using him quite a bit. And thank you. Thank you very much to the gentleman who sent me that as well. All right, folks, we are going to get to the verse of the day today. And I think it's a good one. And I got to tell you what inspired me to put, to put this verse out there. So you guys know that I'm a big uh, f- fan of Ray Comfort, Kirk Cameron, and the Living Waters. One of Ray's um, street evangelist uh, tactics is to really turn the Ten Commandments on the person that he's talking to, meaning basically holding up a mirror so that that person can see their true soul. The Ten Commandments is a mirror to your soul, ladies and gentlemen. And I think that uh, that Ray Comfort does an amazing job of uh, of articulating exactly what he means, and he really brings a lot of people uh, out of a. Uh, you know, out from under a rock, and he really, he he really gets them engaged in a way that I've I've not seen many people do. So I kind of I kind of got my inspiration from this from Ray Comfort, and uh, and that's what I actually said this morning. It was it's the Ten Commandments are a mirror; they're a moral mirror. So the verse of the day today comes from Luke eighteen nineteen, and it's kind of long, so bear with me. But uh, verse of the day, Luke eighteen nineteen, and it says, "And Jesus said to him." Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, and that is God. Now, Jesus was obviously God in the flesh, but Jesus was also man, and man is flawed. Okay, so Jesus understands that no one man nor one woman is good. There is none good but one, and that is God. That's what Jesus is saying there. Okay, Um, so let me go ahead and read what I wrote. I said, wow, what a hard pill to swallow, huh? I imagine that as most of us were asked if we think that we are a good person, we would say yes. We help people. We would give most people the very shirt off of our backs. We try our best not to sin and we try our best to spread the gospel. We are polite. We have manners. We don't wake up every day like Democrats looking to destroy someone's life. (coughs) Sip, sip, huh? We hold doors open for people. We give advice when asked or needed. We donate money to charities. Some of us sponsor kids and missionaries, both at home and abroad, and the list can go on and on and on. The problem with all of that is that we are judging ourselves by human standards here on earth. By those standards, a lot of us look like saints. However, When we compare ourselves to God's standards, we will fall way short every single time. We were made in His image to be like Him, but sin has crippled this world and our ability to be the way that we were created to be. That is why we need Jesus. That is why He suffered and died for us. The Ten Commandments are a perfect guideline to find out if you are truly a good person or not. They are a mirror that shows us who we really are. Ask yourself these following questions. Have you ever lied? If your answer is yes, then what do you call somebody who has or continues to tell a lie? Liar. Have you ever stolen anything? And if your answer is yes, then you have to ask yourself, what do you call somebody who steals things? A thief. Have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? What is that called? That is called blasphemy, and it is very very serious. Have you ever looked at somebody with lust? 
Jesus says whoever looks at someone with lust has already committed adultery with him or her in their hearts. Have you ever had sex out of marriage? If your answer is yes, then you are fornicating. Have you ever dishonored your parents? If your answer is yes, then you have not followed the commandment to honor your mother and father. Have you ever had genuine hate for somebody? If your answer is yes, then Jesus says that anyone who hates their brother or sister in Christ is a murderer at heart. So even though you may have done these things in the past, you still did them. So did I. So did everybody. Just like a judge would hold you accountable if you killed someone 20 years ago, but the court just found out about it, God will judge you for all you have done against him. However, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus washed it all away for you. And if you repent and trust him, then you have everlasting life. Remember, there are none good but God by his standards. And we have to check ourselves before we riggedy wreck ourselves every single day. I just added that part in. Please forward this to a few of your friends and spread this message. And may God bless you. So see, folks, when we turn the moral mirror, which is the Ten Commandments, on ourselves, we find out how flawed we really are. And again, you can say, I did all those things in the past. I don't do them now. Again, It does not matter. Everything is in the past. What I just read to you is in the past. God doesn't look at time the way we look at time. You either sin against him or you don't. So none of us are better than any of the other. I'm not better than you. You're not better than him or her. We're not better than Muslims or, 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 or Buddhists or, or Catholics. Nobody's better than anybody else. But we are put on this planet to spread the gospel. That's why we're here now. That's what God told us. So ladies and gentlemen, if you ever need to look at your moral mirror, just look at the Ten Commandments, ask for forgiveness, and try to be a better person tomorrow than you are today. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so very much for accepting that newsletter every day, for sharing that out to your friends and family. And uh, again, Christians aren't thinking they're better than everybody else. We don't consider ourselves up on a pedestal. Heck, I'm probably the worst Christian that ever, ever walked the face of the earth. Who knows? But I do know what God wants us to do. I do know that for sure. And that doesn't mean that we think we're better than anybody else. Let's get right to the Lord's Prayer, ladies and gentlemen. If you know it, please say it loud and proud with me. And if you don't want to say it out loud, then please just say it internally inside for the Spirit to hear it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, for all those who are asking for the address to the studio, or to, at least to the, to the box that the studio um, belongs to, everything is always at the scrolling text at the bottom of the screen. The, uh, the address to the box, uh, where you can go to donate, the website, what's going on for news today. It changes every day, so make sure you check out that scrolling text at the bottom. All right, YouTube, Rumble, Roku, Firestick, iHeartRadio. Tune in, RSS Podcasts, everybody who's watching and listening to the show, in the famous words of Michael Buffer, since we're focusing so much on Rumble, 
Let's get ready to rumble with the first and foremost section of today. Let me drop an egg of knowledge all over the tops of your heads. Let me help you with a little bit of common sense thinking. And I'm not talking to anybody in particular. I'm talking to a worldwide audience. Let me ask you this question. We want to talk about critical thinking, right? Everybody, everybody wants to talk about critical thinking and critical this and critical that. Right? Oh, that's right. Somebody said that the scrolling text is not on YouTube. God, I'm sorry about that. And the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, is because you're supposed to be able to mirror what your program looks like on these restreamed platforms, but for some reason I'm not able to. So I apologize for that. But you can definitely uh, go to the website and get any inf information you need. But let me ask you a question. If we're talking about critical thinking here, why is the COVID vaccine free? Think about that. Why is the COVID vaccine free? Free. Now, I think your first answer would be so everybody can get it. I got you. That makes sense, right? Or is that what everybody wants you to think? Let me, let, me, let me break this down for you. It's supposed to be one of the deadliest things in the world, okay? It is so deadly that we have done something we've never done in the past no matter what disease came our way. Shut down everything, took kids out of school, masked and muzzled everybody, took away businesses, told you you can't leave. I mean, this is supposedly the worst, deadliest disease on the planet today, right? All focus has been taken off everything else to focus all resources on finding a cure for the Fauci virus, right? Okay. Well, if they came up with a cure for cancer tomorrow, do you really think that they would have to bribe you or incentivize you to give it to you for free? Do you think it would be free? Think about that for a second, folks. Make sure you like the video, rumble the video, and share it out. Think about that for a second. If they came up with a cure for cancer, do you really think it would be free? Now, I know that we're supposed to believe that it was paid for by taxpayer money. I get that. I get that. But look how they're moving that taxpayer money around to different things, to bail out cities and stuff like that. If they came up with a cancer cure tomorrow, would they have to bribe you to take it, and would it be free? Well, let me take it another step further. If they came up with a cure for diabetes tomorrow, do you think it would be free? And the answer is no, ladies and gentlemen. And why do we know this? We know this because there are people dying right now because they cannot afford insulin. Especially since the sniffer and thief raised the prices on insulin like astronomically from the Trump administration. Nothing in this world is free, and when you are talking about the government and the pharmaceutical companies, everything is paid for. They want every drip, drop, dollar, every penny, every red cent from you to pay them for something that they have. So if there's something so deadly, apparently deadlier than cancer and diabetes and Alzheimer's and all of this other stuff, or AIDS... Do you think it would be free, and do you think they would have to bribe you to take it? I mean, for crying out loud, you can get it in grocery stores nowadays. You can go right into a grocery store that has any kind of a pharmacy and get your COVID shot. They're giving it away so bad, so much, you would think that they wouldn't have to go door to door to try to bribe you or incentivize you or scare you. There's an old saying that kids around me used to have. It said, um, uh... There is, there, nothing's free, Randy. There is no free, Randy. 
JP Mom says, I can't even afford an EpiPen. Exactly. So ask yourself, do a little bit of critical thinking here and, and, and compare this to other deadly diseases out there like cancer and like diabetes and things like that. Ask yourself, why is that stuff so expensive and why can't people afford their, their medication for diabetes, their insulin, but yet the deadliest disease ever and you're just giving it away, bribing people to give it away? I don't know. Sounds weird, folks. Take a sip of coffee real quick. Matter of fact, let's take a quick break and we'll be back right after this message from Real America's Voice News. God bless you guys. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's Voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice in the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. Real America's Voice News, folks. I told you I would have never, ever, ever, ever partnered with a news station in my life unless it held the same values that we did and unless it allowed me to be me and allow me to do the show the way the show was created to be. And that is this company. And look how much they're growing. Look how fast they're growing. They're now getting affiliates everywhere. And I'm so, so happy for them. I'm so happy for the entire crew, all the way up to the owner of the station. God-loving, and I mean God-loving, God-fearing patriots. So make sure you get that uh, America's Voice app today, or you can watch them on all those stations that we highlighted yesterday. Okay, let's get right back to it, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got a dumb, dumb award to give away. And by the way, do not leave the show early. Because we have a celebration a little later to give the Dum Dum Award of June. We're a little late in giving it, but I do got a little celebration for somebody very, very important to accept that uh, <laughs> to accept that award. So anyway, let's go ahead and cue that Dum Dum music, shall we? Who wants a Dum Dum? Well, I will give this Dum Dum Award to the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. You've probably seen this, ladies and gentlemen. You have probably seen this video, but for those who haven't, I was going to show it yesterday, but I had a full show and I just didn't get to it. And you know what? I got to highlight it today because it's disgusting, it's scary, it's creepy, it's cringy, and it is dangerous. Now, notice something before we go to play this video and before you hear this, uh, hear this on YouTube, because this is pretty... This is pretty incredible. Uh, the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. First of all, I thought if you were part of the LGBTQXYNZ community that you don't genderize anybody. So for them to call themselves men uh, is making two mistakes. Number one, um, men. And number two, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just playing around. You know what I'm saying though, right? I have no problem with a person's life choice. It is what it is, okay? I have a problem with hypocrisy. I do have a problem with hypocrisy, for sure. 
Um, what I have a problem with the, with the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir is the song that they put out, literally talking about coming after your children. They created an entire song talking about coming after your children as a Christian with strong beliefs on how you should raise your family coming to you straight from the B-I-B-L-E. This is a very, 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 very scary situation that we're living in, a scary world that we're living in as well, folks. A very scary world that we're living in because now it's not just respect my lifestyle. It's, oh, respect my lifestyle and we're coming to change yours and everything that you ever stood for. How do you like that? Pretty crazy, folks. Here it is. The San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. And over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Fight just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco. Warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night. To protest, oh, and you'll be disgusted when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight. Yeah, like duh. Information. Guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children. Yes, we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even grandma likes RuPaul, and the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than grinder. Learn to love, learn to vogue, face your fate. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. All right, I'm going to just kind of leave it there. We're not going to end up playing the rest of that. because, But I really need, you know, we need to hear the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts, and sometimes it's scary, and sometimes it's dangerous, and sometimes it's, it's not good news. But you need to hear it. You need to know it. You need to know exactly the words that are coming from this choir to the world. And it went viral. That's the scary part about it. Again, folks, sexual immorality of any kind. Says it in the Bible. Have I been part of it? 100%. Am I part of it anymore? Heck no. I'm married, I'm happily married to a wonderful woman as God intended it to be, and I wish I would have woke up a lot sooner, okay? 
Now, back in the days of running clubs and doing uh, music and being in the music business, I had friends of all walks of life and still have friendships with those folks today. Still have friendships with those folks today, including people, men and women, who happen to be gay. Some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. But the crazy thing about this is, is think about what's happening with this LGBTQ movement right now. It's not just, hey, we're here, let us have our lifestyle, and this is the way we want to be. That's great. We're America. This is an accepting place. It's not up to me to say you're going to hell or heaven. It's up to me to preach the gospel. But what is weird is the fact that we're putting our sexual private business in a bedroom out on a display rack for not only everybody to see, but everybody must buy off this display rack, metaphorically speaking. You get what I'm saying, right? That's the disgusting part. That's the dangerous part. Everybody must buy off this display rack. It's kind of like forcing you to buy healthcare, right? Forcing you to buy something that you don't want, like forcing that cake baker to make that cake for people that he felt that he didn't want to work for, right? My body, my choice. My business, my choice. Every business has a right to kick anybody out they want if you're not wearing a mask. Get it? You see the hypocrisy here? And then if you don't buy off that rack, you're demonized, targeted, doxxed, and your kids are coming, are, 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 are having people come and target them like this. That is the problem I have with this. So much like when I put out Bible verses and stuff, I feel like I have to, I have to articulate very, very clearly what my problem is here. I don't hate anybody for any life choice they've made because god knows i've made some pretty bad life choices myself what i hate is the you must and shove it down your throat and indoctrinate or you're a homophobe or whatever it is and exactly somebody just pointed out your friends wouldn't do that exactly and i wouldn't do it to their children you won't see me preaching you know to, a, to like i have friends who were straight had children and now they're and now live a gay life and I mean a homosexual life, not a happy life. You don't see me going to their kids and being like, <clears throat> holding my cross up and going, you're going to hell. You're going to hell because your mom or your dad is, is gay and you're living a life of sin. I don't hate the people, I hate the sin, right? Don't hate the player, hate the game. Get it? So, it's a pretty, pretty scary thing that we're, that we're going through in this world. And it's not just with that, it's with everything. But that right there... That's pretty dangerous. That's dangerous for a lot of reasons. And what I mean by that is just going to be some people who do not accept you targeting their children. And people are crazy. Uh, and, 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 and outside of crazy, people will do anything to protect their kids from things that they don't want them to be around. So you might want to be careful uh, about whose children you're coming after, is all I'm saying. All right, folks, I want to show you another video now. Now, we've seen all of these people standing up for their kids in school districts, right? We've seen people standing up for their children in school districts about CRT, about masks, about, you know, what they're teaching them, about, uh, you know, spreading sexual education in the fourth grade to 10-year-olds, this, that, and the other, all right? Well, there's a new video out, and again, you guys have, might have seen this. When I play these videos, most of you have already seen a lot of these videos, but I play them for the people who haven't. So if you've seen them, just watch them again. But if you haven't seen it, then I think you need to see it. And the reason why I show these videos, folks, is because we said it a thousand times. Courage is contagious. When you see somebody else doing something and you want to do that too, it prompts you to have the courage to do that. Like when we call senators. Like when we call congresspeople. Like when we call elected officials here. Now, nine times out of ten, we don't get anybody to talk to. We have to leave a message. I get that 100%, but it's the simple act of doing it that gets other people to want to do it too. So, 
I want to play this video for you, and this comes off of David Harris Jr.'s Instagram page, and it was the best audio version of this video that I could find. And it's a father destroying critical race theory to a school board, and the reason why he's destroying, destroying the critical race theory uh, plan and agenda is because he's black and his wife is white, and they have a child who a staff member pulled aside and basically said is wrong, is wrong, and that that child's mother is by virtue, uh, just a, 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 a racist. This is the kind of lines you're crossing in a melting pot like we have in America. There is no black-white. There is no... There's one race. I've said this a thousand times. There's the human race. Period. Leave the kids alone. Leave them alone on gay issues. Leave them alone on straight issues. Definitely leave them alone when it comes to anything sex-related. Leave them alone when it comes to masking them. Let them be kids, for crying out loud. You teach them academics. We'll teach them life lessons. Boom. And it used to be the way we lived. Not anymore, folks. Check this out. Critical race theory is teaching that white people are bad. That's not true. That would teach my daughter that her mother is evil. You already have an educator within your staff that has pulled my daughter aside and said, well, you're a minority, so you know better than to engage in certain things. When I was brought to the school's attention... You're a minority, so you know better to engage in these types of things with a white mother. Think about this, folks. Don't just listen to the entire conver- to the entire speech in a whole. L- break it down and listen to what happened to this young girl and what is getting taught to her. Nothing happened to the educator. Instead, my daughter was brought in, and she was ridiculed. So my question is now, with critical race theory being brought in, what is your criteria to educate the educators? And who are you to educate my children, or any of our children, in life issues? That's our job. Yes. Your job is to teach them math and science. Exactly. Our job is exactly. to teach them life. Exactly. I believe racial issues and tensions across the U.S. are nowhere near what they used to be decades ago. Do we have a long way to go? Sure. Do we still have individuals out there that need to be taught? Absolutely. But I believe the people here don't look at me as a black man. They look at me as a man standing in front of you addressing the issue that we all are very passionate about. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and, and, and thank, thank David Harris Jr. For, for, um, for posting that because it was a good audio. I tried to find it in many other different places and I just didn't have a good audio of it. But that's the kind of stuff that we need to do as parents because how many of us are involved in inter... Well, I don't even like to say interracial, but I mean in relationships with a person who has a little bit of a different skin color than us. I have a, a bonus child who's a stepchild, but a, a, a daughter that I've been raising for, for a long time now Who's Mexican? Should I hate her? Should I should should she be taught that I'm bad and that I'm racist because she's brown? See what I'm saying? I have I have cousins who have adopted children from Africa, twins on, on one on one um uh adoption, and then uh, another child just uh, on her own, and all three of them are black. Should we teach them? In school to hate the parents, my cousins, who adopted them? Should they do that? What about, I, ch- I sponsor a child in Africa through Compassion International. His name is Malugata. I actually have a letter from him in my bag. We, we, we uh, Great kid, great mom. 
You wouldn't believe the life. Well, you would believe. You would believe the life they have over there. But we that, that family gets an average of $17 a month to live on. We've tripled that income for them, and it's still not a lot. It's still not a lot, but we send that every month to them. And he sends letters. I got to tell you, the letters that we get from this, from this young man, from this amazing young little boy, are the most, uh, they, they bring a tear to your eye how grateful he is to know you and to send pictures back and forth of your kids to him. Should he be taught? I know he lives in Africa. I know he doesn't live in, 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 in America, but these people want this stuff global. Right? They want this a globe, globally taught. Should he be taught that we're evil and that we're racist? Because we're having conversation with him and we, and we, and we help fund to, keep, to get him to have the right academics and the right uh, health care and the right medicine that he needs? There's, you cannot umbrella this. That's why critical race theory is so stupid. That's why it should definitely not be taught in schools just like that man said. It is so stupid. So stupid. So shout out to that man. Shout out to Davis Harris Jr. for painting, uh, for for posting that. Let's go ahead, folks, and cue that drum roll music because I have a Smarty Award to give away today. And if you live in Missouri, you're gonna be happy about this. The Smarty Award today, July seventh, twenty twenty one, goes to Governor Mike Parson. Throw that in the Smarty bucket there, which has got President Donald J. Trump's face just gracing it ever so amazingly. Governor Mike Parsons of Missouri gets the Smarty Award of the day today because he tweeted the following, and I quote, I have directed our health department to let the federal government know that sending government employees or agents door-to-door to compel vaccination would not, in capital letters, would not be an effective or, in another capital letters, uh, would not be an effective or a welcome strategy in Missouri. And again, folks, states have more powers than the federal government, period. It was built that way and it remains that way. And what you're going to see is, and, and, I'm, and I'm so glad that Governor Mike Parsons stepped out here and was the, pro, was the first guy to come out and say, you know what, your door-to-door knocking on the, uh, and to, to compel vaccination, not happening in Missouri. So big, big shout out. Where's my cheer button here? Big shout out to Missouri. Governor Mike Parsons, thank you so very much for leading the path on that. I would expect you'll see Governor Greg Abbott. You'll probably see um, um, Governor DeSantis. You'll probably see Christy Nome and so many other great American red governors do the same thing. You're not going to be coming and, and, and intimidating our citizens of our state by knocking on the door, okay? You can keep circle back Psycho Saki and the sniffer and thief, resident corn pop, right in Washington where they belong, waiting in the swamp, and, that, and that's where they can stay. So big shout out for Missouri and a big shout out to Governor, Gre- uh, Governor uh, Mike Parsons. Um, moving along, folks, I wanted to read something to you that came across my desk yesterday, and there's a lot of people who are moving out of places like California. Now, I, I respect the people that are saying, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not giving the state and contributing any more of my taxes to the state, as well as equally, I respect the people who are staying for the fight and trying to change it back to the way it was when they grew up. I respect both equally. But for those who are leaving these blue states to go to red states, or specifically whatever town or city in these red states, um, or just places that have great growth, great education system, um, I'm going to read to you the top 10 cities with the best post-pandemic unemployment rates. Funny thing about this is, folks, 
is if you if you compare this list of the top 10 cities with the best post-pandemic unemployment rates to the best cities and the safest cities to live in the United States of America, it shares a lot of the same cities. So let me go ahead and read these to you. And I am very, very happy to announce that my home, live free or die granite state of New Hampshire is the top two. Number one and number two, the best cities to live in post-pandemic for unemployment. Manchester, New Hampshire has a 1.6% unemployment rate. Great job. Where's my cheer button? There we go. Great job to Manchester, New Hampshire. And yes, JP Mom says, don't bring your politics with you. Exactly. Exactly. You best if you if you go to a city or a state, you better conform to the way they believe to the, to the political situation they have. Um, no, you can do whatever you want, you're American, but Seriously, don't. Uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, 1.6 unemployment rate. Nashua, New Hampshire, 1.7% unemployment rate. So the top two are right here in the granite state of New Hampshire. Then the next two, believe it or not, are right next door neighbor, liberal Vermont, Burlington, Vermont with a 1.3, and South Burlington, Vermont with a 1.2. Um, so so two uh, cities in Vermont also have the best unemployment rates. Um, and again, we're smaller states, so maybe that has something to do with it too. You know what I mean? Um, Lincoln, Nebraska, 2.2. Huntsville, Alabama, 2.4. Omaha, Nebraska. So Nebraska's got two of the of the top ten as well. So Omaha, Nebraska. Salt Lake City, Utah. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And Billings, Montana. Those are the ten places, folks, if you are moving and you're looking for a place in those states then you might want to look in and around those cities and towns because, folks, it's all about an attitude of an area, okay? Attitude and tradition and the way people are in that area contribute to successes like that. It's not the government. It's not the state government that gave these numbers. Uh, it just magically made these numbers appear. It's the people of this area. So if you want good people, then there you go. Uh, JP Mom says, I'm really surprised about Manchester. Yeah, I am too, but if you think about it, as, as much as Manchester is becoming like North, North Boston, um, it's still a thriving, growing city. It's still a thriving, growing city. Would I ever live there? No, but I would live near it. I'd live in Gosstown or I'd live in uh, Concord or something like that. I definitely would. However, I'm glad living where I live in, in New Hampshire as it is. As it is. So those are the 10 top cities, folks. And uh, I'm going to leave you with that. Take a quick break real quick. Highlight some stuff and be right back with more Live from America. And now, folks, uh, for you guys that are still watching here, and again, we're trying to get we're trying to get the show to have segments for when it gets on Real America's Voice TV. They have spots where they can put commercials into because I won't be doing any more shows. I'll be doing the same amount of shows, and you'll see them before anybody else. They'll just take the recording of the five o'clock show and put it on at nighttime and, and put the commercials in it. But in case you have not seen, and in case you didn't know, actually, President Donald Trump announced yesterday a class action lawsuit, folks. And here is the website. Now, if you go to TakeOnBigTech.com. It does redirect you to this website, which is constitutionallitigationpartnership.com. Of course, you can help donate, you can help the fight, but you can see right here on the screen, there's the video from President Trump's press conference yesterday about it, and you can sign up for updates and share your story about big tech censorship, and I guess that is how they will select who gets involved. Again, I don't know if you put in, if you submit, if you're automatically involved, or if they choose selected few people out of that list uh, to be involved in the class action 
action lawsuit. I'm still working on that as well, folks. But I think you're going to see... Uh, President Trump actually said yesterday that he, uh, even though Section 230 is there, his lawyers seem to think they can get over that and win and beat this, uh, beat these big tech companies. And these are lawyers who know what they're doing. So go to, um, actually, if you want, just go to constitutionallitigationpartnership.com, but takeonbigtech.com will redirect you there. And that's President Trump. So get behind him and let's take down big tech together. And welcome back to Live from America with your host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Let's get right back into it, ladies and gentlemen. As of yesterday, we've talked about this, and here we go. There, here, here we're going to highlight Dr. Ratface Tony, the Ratface Fauci, right here. Master Swamp Rat, who's the highest-paid swamp rat in the swamp. He's not even a swamp donkey. He is a swamp rat. Say hello to Tony Fauci, ladies and gentlemen. We'll keep him right here down below the statue of President Donald J. Trump, but I told you, jokingly, that the new Delta variant, right? They were talking about how scary the Delta variant is and how bad it is, right? And I told you that every week they were going to come out with a new strain. Remember I said this just a few days ago. They're going to come out with a new strain. And jokingly, I said they're going to come out with the Avenger strain. And then they're going to come out with the, the Justice League strain, the strain and all these different strains that, the, that you have to go get the original vaccine to stop them all, even though they are evading these vaccines if they're real. But ladies and gentlemen, I was not too far off the beaten path because, check this out, we have a new strain as of yesterday for the Fauci virus. First, it was the Delta variant, right? Ooh, watch out, the Delta variant's killing people at an astronomical rate. Now it's not targeting 70 and 80-year-olds, it's targeting 20 and 30-year-olds, right? Of course, completely changed the demographic. First, it was the Delta variant. Then came the Lambda variant, right? And this one was this one was 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 hiding and, and, and mutating and changing so that the so that the COVID vaccine would, 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 would not even work against it. Alright? But now ladies and gentlemen, as of yep yesterday there's another one and it's called the Apilson variant. E P excuse me. Epsilon. Epsilon variant. E P S I L O N. The Epsilon variant. So you got Dr. Fauci, excuse me, Tony the rat face Fauci. Maybe I'll set him right here. Maybe. I wonder if he can sit right there. Let's see if he can. There he goes. There he is. He sits right there. Perfect. Tony the rat face Fauci, master swamp rat himself, is out there now. He found another reason to get all over CNN, MSDNC, and all these other fake news media outlets, right? Because he was kind of, you know, getting pushed to the side. Nobody cared anymore. You know, the government decided to give you your freedom for a few months. Um... But now he's out there talking about the Epsilon variant, the Delta variant, the Lambda variant. How many variants are we going to get here? Or how? And, and if they are variants, can we just say it's the same thing like the flu, all the variants of the flu? I mean, come on. You know what? Let's just click the button, shall we? Blah, blah, blah. Are you buying it, folks? Hold on. I know I'm not wearing my blue repellent glasses today, but are you buying it? Look me in the eye. Are you buying all these variants? Are you buying all of this crap? Doesn't it sound like a movie? Doesn't it sound like a bad B-rated movie at that? <laughs> There's Tony Fauci. We'll leave him right there for a little bit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give our second Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. So let's go ahead and cue that Dumb Dumb music one more time. <laughs> And this dumb dumb award is going to go to BLM. And no, we are not talking about the Bureau of Land Management, ladies and gentlemen. 
We're not talking about the Bureau of Land Management. We're talking about burn, loot, murder. They have now declared. Are you ready for this, folks? Oh, he, hold on. Hold on. You better be sitting down for this one. BLM has now declared that the United States flag, right there, is a hate symbol. <laughs> you are fake news. Yep, the United States flag is now a hate symbol. Honestly, it's fake news. It's fake. But here's the problem with that, folks. How long is it going to be before the domestic terrorist arm of the Biden regime, which is BLM, how long is it going to be before the Biden administration agrees that it's a hate symbol and tries to change old glory? You've seen the patterns, right, Fauci? You've seen the patterns, right? When Antifa and BLM um, demand something, the left is right there to just get on their knees and say, oh, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, we'll do anything for you. So if BLM is now declaring the U.S. flag a hate symbol, how long is it going to be before Circleback Sackey, Cackling Kamala Harris, and Sniffer and Thief Joe Biden come along and agree with it? And then how long after that are they going to put some kind of stupid bill forward to try to change the red, white, and blue? Bad move. Bad move. Bad move. Not very smart to do. But that's not it, ladies and gentlemen. Burn, loot, murder has also denounced those who fly that flag on their house, on their truck, carrying it, going to a rally with it. If you fly that flag, BLM has denounced you as unsafe, racist, and stupid. If you fly old glory and promote it in any way, you are unsafe, racist, and stupid. Nobody cares. <laughs> I guess I'm going to buy two more flags and put them on each side of my house. All four corners, the front, the back, the side, the right side and the left side are all going to now fly American flags. What a... <laughs> all right, folks, we got one more topic and then we're going to go ahead and have our celebration of the Dum Dum Award of the month of June 2021. Uh, Trump appointed federal judge. I'd like to end on a good note. Federal appoint... Uh, federal... Judge, Trump appointee, by the way, Judge J.P. Bouley has denied the motion from left-wing nutjobs, kind of like the ones I just described, to prohibit the state from enforcing the new state election laws for the two runoff elections that are happening next week. So, in Georgia, okay, there's two runoff elections happening next week. In Georgia, they've also implemented new election laws. So, the left through 10 lawsuits, 10 federal lawsuits, basically, to try to stop these new election laws from being put in place. Once they realized they could not do that, that's when the DOJ got involved and said that they're going to try to stop it. But outside of that, they, inside of these 10 lawsuits, there's also like a subsection where they're saying, well, at least if, if we can't get them to prohibit 
enforcing them now uh, for for the future. Let's at least get them to prohibit enforcing them for next week because it's too soon. They said the left said it's just too soon. There's too many people that still think they they can just send in ten ten ballots and cheat and 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 and, and harvest ballots and stuff. It's too soon. So we're asking you to not enforce the election laws for the next week runoff elections. But Trump appointee federal judge J.P. Bouley says, nope, I'm denying that. You have not shown me reasonable cause for me. And the court finds no reasonable cause to accept and, and grant your motion. We're going to deny your motion and you can go back, flood the streets, stop traffic, pull down statues, pull your hair, scream to the sky, do whatever you got to do. But we are not going to grant your motion. We're going to deny it. And the two runoff elections are going to happen next week with new Georgia election laws. So this is going to be a test, folks. This is going to be a test. Let's keep our eyes on this. Even though it's a small state election, let's keep our eyes on this. Let's see if any of the nefarious action that happened on November 3, 2020 happens here. Because if it doesn't, and we can't find any reason to believe that it does, then that means we should have a little bit of faith and the elections moving forward in Georgia, even though we still got bad characters like Gabriel Sterling, who looks like it's Pat from Saturday Night Live of the 90s. And you got uh, Raffensperger, who we know is just like this guy right here. And we got uh, Kemp. We still got all these people in charge. However, I truly believe they're trying to save face. Okay, uh, but yeah, they'll leave on some good news there. We'll leave on some great news that the uh, that the judge decided to to deny their motion. And thank God we got some judges out there who still understand the law, who still understand the law. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is that time. Let's go ahead. Let's pull out our award. Are you ready? Let's get the cheers going here. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Dumb, dumb award for June. 2021 for the entire month of June. This is the beautiful award that was made from some great fans here on Live from America. What a great award, huh? So I would like to call up the winner of the June 2021 Dumb Dumb Award for the whole month, all 30 days, right here on Live from America. And it's going to be none other than... Oh my God, Joe, we did it. We did it, Joe. Joe, we did it. You're going to be the next president of the United States of America. I just want us <laughs> That's enough, Kathleen Kamala Harris. That's enough. Oh my God, we did it, Joe. <laughs> Cackling Kamala Harris joins the likes of AOC, Ratface Tony Fauci, John Boehner, and others who get the Dum Dum Award of the Month. And I can't wait to have my graphics guy make up some nice little picture plaques, and we can proudly display them in this studio and the new one when we decide when we find one uh, to move into. But Cackle, Miss Cackle Kamala Harris, we had to muzzle her there. I couldn't take her laugh. I couldn't take it anymore. But she gets the Dum Dum Award for June twenty. 21. And now, folks, before we leave, I would like to show you one more thing. We're going to go to jeremyherald.com real quick. Let me put this up on the screen. For those who are watching YouTube and can't see it, please just go to jeremyherald.com and go to the store section. I want to show you the new Live from America shirts right here. 
They're great shirts. I have instructed this company, Partly Cloudy, to uh, give 20% off for the rest of the month for everybody. And it's not it's not in yet. They haven't uh, confirmed that it's there yet. But the promo code for the rest of the month for all gear on JeremyHerald.com will be LFA. Just like it is on MyPillow.com. But let's scroll down to the bottom here. And let's show you the Armor of God uh, designs here. We've got two great Armor of God designs here. One like that. And another one just like this. So get your Armor of God gear today on JeremyHerald.com. And make sure... That you remember that promo code for when I tell you that it's finally kicked in. You can use that same promo code on MyPillow.com and get yourself some massive discounts and some BOGO deals, some buy one, get one freeze, and help Mike Lindell's um, effort to overturn what we know was a very, very, very fraudulent election. And I'll have some new hats and new shirts going up on the site uh, this weekend. Thank you guys very much for giving me your first hour of your day right here on Live from America. I appreciate you. I love you. And remember... There are right ways, and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and your chest out and your head up high, because you...